All right, it is the last day of January as we release this episode of The Cabin, episode 161. So the first things first, we should give ourselves a nice pat on the back. Can we reach around and do that here? It's like a, a girl. Oh, if you could tell. Uh, it is the third year anniversary, essentially, of The Cabin. Our first episode was released on February 4th, 2020. Do we recall what that episode was? Episode one. <laughs> I will say my favorite episode of, of, of The Cabin, which got me listening to it, was your debate with Mariah when you were trying to figure out where the up north begins. That sucked me in. <laughs> and, and, of course, I mean, everybody had different um, picks. Right. And, again, I'm Highway 8 all the way. You're from Rhinelander, so, obviously. Yeah. And I think we settled on Highway 64. You did. So close. Right. And Dave's um, description of that, and like the, what I forget what, how he said it, you know, mm-hmm. it's like transition zone or whatever was perfect. And it even made me think, well, maybe it isn't Highway 8. Maybe it is 64. Well, and it is kind of along the 45th parallel, which is also kind of considered, you know, a flip point because you're closer to the North Pole and the equator and all that stuff. Yeah. Episode one was uh, a welcome and then Wisconsin's hidden winter getaways. Oh, very nice. So, yeah. And it was me and Mariah and Audio Dave and... and- was Ellen from day one? I think so. It was either Maddie or Ellen, but Ellen took it over pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And then Susan. So, Well, happy anniversary, Eric. Thanks. Happy, happy three year. Crazy. It's been a fast three years. So what do you do at three? Do you just, do we throw tantrums? Do we say the word why? Is it silver or is it paper? Time? Should we make you an origami swan? We just keep, <laughs> we just keep rolling out award winning podcasts is what we do. Fine with me. What award did we get? The top. Top podcast. You're number one in our hearts. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. Well, we'll submit for something. Maybe we will be award-winning one day. You never know. We're only three. We're looking forward to preschool and other fun things. Today, we're talking about brats. We haven't really focused on bratwurst yet in the cabin. And after three years of episodes, you think we would have? You would think. But we have not. So it is time to do that. And we welcome Josh Osterman back into the cabin. Happy to be back. Michelle Gormick and Thompson. Love the cabin. Love brats. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're here. Yeah. Thank you Sausage for having me. Sausage connoisseur. <laughs> yes. And of course, handling the buttons, Music Matt Renta. Hello. All right. So let's dive into the brats. We'll uh, get the grill fired up, but foist. The Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association, and this week we're featuring Dodge County, which was organized in 1844, same year as Paps Blue Ribbon. Coincidence? I think not. Largest city is Beaver Dam, which is its own micropolitan area nationally recognized, but it is part of the combined statistical Milwaukee-Racine area, too. Kind of close to Milwaukee, kind of close to Madison, close enough to... The Fox Valley, we can get TV from up there, too. Dodge right. County's kind of in the middle it's, of so it's many things. It's a good things. location. Yeah, it is. And uh, the county seat is actually Juneau, which is a smaller town, only about 2,600 people. They originally tried to name it Victory. Then they tried to name it Dodge Center. Both of those names were already taken. So they named it after the son of one of Solomon Juno's like, relatives. And Solomon Juno founded Milwaukee. There's a town called Dodge Center? Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Wonder we have to find out where that is now. It's yep. a census-designated place. Victory is a little town by the Mississippi River. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't know where Dodge Center is, but at least at the time, that name was already taken. Dodge County has a large share of the Horicon National Wildlife Refuge, which yeah. is a beautiful and very environmentally important area. That is a treasure of our state. Incredible for birding. 
home to the largest cattail marsh in the world. Lomira includes the quad graphics plant there, which is the largest single printing facility in the Western Hemisphere. Camisa, right along I-41. There's a lot of lawn and garden tractors, real mowers, and utility vehicles that come out of the John Deere Horicon Works in Horicon. And that's there partially because a native Horicon resident helped invent some of those mechanical creations. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Uh, If you love Philly cream cheese, there's a good chance what you're eating was made in Beaver Dam. And they do host the cream cheese championships every year. I did not Which know is that. A really, it's, it's a very delicious Welcome event. Some cream cheese. And it, it, Dodge County covers a wide area. And some towns, they, it's like they try. I don't know if they're trying to get into Dodge County or if they just want to ha- keep a toe in it. But Watertown, Hartford, Columbus, and Waupon all extend into Dodge County. Uh, one of my selections for uh, a r- excellent brat in the state of Wisconsin mm-hmm. is has won the Dodge County favorite brat. We'll oh. get to that later. Okay, that's called a tease in the biz, boys and girls. (laughs) All right. So the cabin is also brought to you by the WCA Group Health Trust. Serving local governments and school districts, the WCA Group Health Trust partners closely with members to fulfill their employee health benefits obligations in a fiscally responsible manner. You can learn more at wcaght.org. Well, you got to grill, brats, so why not start a fire? Let's do it. Hear him sizzling right now. I feel like I, that sound needs to be in my Spotify. <laughs> Brought sizzle. <laughs> Twelve-hour loop. Well, we've got it on a hotkey, so it works beautifully. <laughs> yeah. All right, our campfire conversation today here in episode one sixty one of the cabin is meet Wisconsin. Meet M E A T. M E A T. Absolutely. Where to find some of the best brats in the state? Uh, but first, we're going to start a little bit just about the background of brats and Wisconsin brats, the state's favorite savory treat, I believe. Yeah. Um, now, bratwurst means a frying sausage in Germany. Frying. frying. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Now, there's there's different kinds. There's the fresh bratwurst, and then there's the cooked bratwurst. Mm-hmm. We are going to be, and by cooked, I mean cooked, smoked. I mean, you can see them in the stores. Our focus is going to be on the fresh bratwurst, because right. those are the best. Okay. And that is where the magic happens. <laughs> I would agree. Now... When it comes to brats and grilling out and putting them on the, you know, like getting your favorites and getting them ready for frying, how do you prepare? Do you parboil? I mean, do you do you boil it up in beer, um, or do you just put them right on the grill? Because there, I didn't know that there was such a hot debate. Uh, <laughs> and then we start diving into some of these locations that that have really good brats throughout the state that we've had, and there's some that. Like I'll buy the brats at the meat market, and they will say, "Don't don't boil them," and you know, like I'm I'm a boiler, but I think it depends a little bit on what specific ingredients they put in there, what spicings, and what the casing is. Okay, if it's a natural casing versus not most of the time when it's fresh and from a butcher, it's going to be a natural casing. Um, and I, I don't know the full difference. I know that if you boil it or even simmer it in beer and onions. You're going to get a really nice flavor when you right. finish it on the grill. Mm-hmm. But a really good brat, if you cook it on the grill, it should be tasty even if you don't do that. That's more of an enhancer in my opinion. Correct. I do love cracking open that beer, pouring it into the pan with just a rough cut onion, taking a sip of the beer before you dump the rest of it in. <laughs> For sure parboiling in my house. Okay. And once you grill them, 
they cannot go back in the liquid to stay hot. If you have like a big party, because the snap, when you talk about Eric the Natural casing, mm-hmm. you lose that snap if you're putting them back in the liquids. And oh, I know I that know. from my sister who made that point once after I served up a huge, beautiful picnic. There's no snap. So no, I will agree hard with lesson that. learned. Ruin the whole thing. <laughs> right. oh, boy. I will agree with the fact that there is a uh, a distinguished snap if you don't put it back in the bath. Yes. But uh, if you have the right bath, and I, it depends on the type of brat, I will boil in beer, onions, butter, oh. and then I put mustard into that, like yellow mustard. Into the boiling mixture? Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay this, is another, this is another conversation this is for another serious. time. The yellow mustard, I'm out. I can't do yellow mustard. Really? I don't like yellow mustard, but that's another Stone that's another brown podcast. and brown mustard is good on a broth. Do, yeah. do you find that but soaking in? Or do you ever it... go to Middleton where they have the mustard capital of Oh, I've of been the there. Yes. there's. I do like a um, like a brown, what's the brown creamy mustard called from Milwaukee? Uh, well, there's there's Cops. all kinds. Dusseldorf. There's, oh, Dusseldorf. The Dusseldorf. That is the one. Uh, Coops. Area. I was thinking Coops. Yes. Well, that's, that's a brand. brand. Dusseldorf that's is a brand. style. Yeah, it's a style. It's like a brown. But that works. Creamy. Yeah, I'll a brown mustard is better on a broth than a yellow mustard in general. Yes, that's true. And I I'm, in, I'm all that. in on the brown. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll make that and I'll boil it up and then I'll take the brats and I'll put them on the grill. And then when I take it off and I put it back in. Okay. You know, there, there is you know, people that will say dump the first part out if you're going to do that don't put it back into that bath i've been doing it for years and i've been fine so i've been rolling the dice on it okay (laughs) but my my take on it is that you know that if you go low and slow that's a that's my buddy who's a who's a johnsonville guy okay he always says low and slow so you put it and the way he does low and slow in the parboil or low and slow in the grill well i always thought it was the parboil and then the grill but you know we were having some lunch and i was talking to him about low and slow and he said I go grill first, then and get it nice crispy. Okay. Then put it into the bath and let it and let it go. And now here's the thing. When it's on the grill, it loses some of its juices, so it's thirsty. It wants to go back into the bath and get sucked in with the beer, the mustard, the onions, and the butter. I'm getting hungry. I should have eaten before I came in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's 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 another really good point though. Because when you grill a brat, yeah, especially if the casing doesn't mm-hmm. hold everything in, it will lose some of those juices. Okay, so that's the, so. There's the cooking debate. Yeah, about brats. Eric, what do you like to do? I I, well, I gen I gen I'm generally pressed for time, so I just throw them on the grill. Okay, but you know the the boiling them in beer and everything is a more authentic Wisconsin way to do it. What about the flare up then? I have very it's, fun. Memories of my childhood of my dad not paying attention, listening to the brewers on the AM radio in our garage, and all of a sudden there's flames going down. That is a it's a very risky thing. Um, and if it if the the brats split, it's going to be a big flare. Yes, because yeah. then it's that it's kind of everywhere. little steady stream yes. that comes out of it. We've seen that happen. Right, right. So if you're tailgating, Eric, if you're at uh, American Family Field for a for a game, what's the brat of choice that you go with? In terms of brand, yeah, it's Johnsonville. Okay, if we're going sure. with a big name brand, yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to say Johnsonville. I'm from Fond du Lac, so that area since I was <laughs> grown up, that was it. Okay, so I'm a huge Johnsonville guy, and I like Johnsonville's flavor offerings. Have you ever had their limited time offerings where they have, you know, like they'll, they'll roll out? They have a hatch green chili. Oh, I have, I have had that one. That oh, one's no. really good. I'm a cheddar jalapeno. I love those. 
Johnsonville has a cheddar jalapeno? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of cheese in my brat, but again, that kind of falls under my condiment yellow mustard rule. There's very certain things that I'm not always a big fan of. I love the sound of that hatch pepper, though. I've never even heard of that before. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, a little spicy pepper in a brat. Oh, I love love heat in a brat. And sometimes the cooling of, I'm I'm contradicting myself here, though, but I will put a little ketchup on a brat. I've had a couple of them in my freezer for a while because I I loaded up on on the Johnsonville pieces. But, you know, Johnsonville was created in this small, unincorporated town in Wisconsin Mm -hmm. over by Sheboygan and Sheboygan Falls. And that kind of seems like the mecca of, of of brats and sausage in Wisconsin and in the world. I mean, because you have, um, I, I mean, if we're looking at other companies, like the Sheboygan Sausage Company is there. Um, I haven't really had their brats, so I'm not, not familiar with that. But Old Wisconsin is located mm-hmm. in that area. And then there's the the local spot that you're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, I mean, but Sheboygan and sausage is, I mean, they're hand in hand. synonymous. Yeah. But Johnsville started in 1945 um, by the stairs, and it is, they have perfected uh, the mass production of brats without losing the flavor and quality, which I mm-hmm. believe is just, it's really hard to do. And if you look at it, they are the um, most popular sausage in the United States. Those are the ones you can find in grocery stores in other states. Oh, absolutely. Which helps yes. tremendously. Yep. Uh, one of my reference points is Texas. I lived there in high school, was back for a little bit after college, mm-hmm. and I still you know, go down there and I have friends down there and everything. Brats were practically unknown 25 years ago down there. Yeah. And now they're much more common, but... Other than a few little tiny German settlements in Texas where they do it kind of locally, like yeah. on a larger scale, we do that up here. Johnsonville is the one that everybody knows of. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of Usinger's? I like Usinger's a lot. I love going to their store on oh, 3rd Street that. in downtown Milwaukee. Yep. And, uh, I mean, it's been there since 1880. They still do some production there. Their smoker is in Walker's Point. Uh, just south of downtown. Okay. They're a huge smoking facility, and Aww. sometimes when you're jogging by, you can smell them. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Heaven. Just, you just follow the smell when you're jogging. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's such a great little deli when you go in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's some of the best and most fresh brats you can get because they're making it right there. Yeah. And then you're buying it and taking it. And, and I mean, you can buy it in the store or retail and whatnot, but it, you're going to using your brats inside of their... It's on 3rd Street, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the 3rd Street location. It's, yeah, it's been 3rd Street, Old World, 3rd Street. It's now also MLK. Uh, but it's all the same street. Yeah. And you're like, a block from Pfizer form. It's right in the Deer District yeah. now. Don't you just think that is quintessential Milwaukee, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Think about like the, the history of that city and everything else. I think of Usinger's. Usinger's and Clements are the two big yeah. ones mm-hmm. in yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. But a Usinger uh, brat, they, they have uh, multiple flavors. Mm-hmm. And so they have the brat and onion, which is good. Mm-hmm. Now it has the onion inside of the brat. Uh-huh. Michelle, are you fine with that? I do like onions on brats. Just the yellow I, but in brats, yeah. But it, I haven't. I don't. You know what? I have not had them in it, but I would for sure try it. Okay. Um, have you had the Cajun brat? I did try one once, and I really I love Cajun spices, yes. and it goes with pork. I mean, right, right. Mm-hmm. Cajun spice and pork go together like kibbles and bits. Yep. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, you're, if you're starting to see a trend, my favorite of Usinger's is the Cajun bratwurst, and mm-hmm. my favorite of Johnsonville. Now. I love the uh, the beer and bratwurst from Johnsonville, the original bratwurst from Johnsonville. But the Hatch Green Chili, their limited time offering, is my favorite <laughs> by far. Um, and so it tends to go the spicy route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And they do some interesting experimenting. We did 
uh, a Discover Wisconsin. Was that a short or an episode? I forgot which. Oh, it was an episode. It was the pork episode. Oh, it was the pork producers ago. episode. Yeah. yeah. So we were at State Fair. Mm-hmm. On the hottest, muggiest day of the year, that was a that was fun. Can you imagine being a grill master on that thing, just it all was that a, brat smoke in your face. It's a crazy day for it, but they were they were grilling them up like crazy, and I got to do a kind of a man on the street interview, which was great in the show, which was a lot of fun. How do you uh, dress cook your brat, and then how do you dress your brat? Mm-hmm. Yes, and that was one of the other topics of conversation that we should touch on briefly here. What do you like? I know we've touched on it a little, but what do you like on it? You like brown mustard and once in a while ketchup. We got to talk about this. I know. I know. I do like raw onion on it. There's, you know, don't you have things? Oh, it's like raisins. Like, give me a box of raisins and I'll eat it. Give me an oatmeal, what I think is chocolate chip, and it's raisin. I'm very angry. It's kind of <laughs> okay, the same so thing context. with onions. Okay. I'm a little like raw onions on a sandwich. No, thank you. On a brat, yes. Okay. Welcome to Wisconsin. That's reasonable. Did you, no, he threw out the ketchup comment. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put ketchup on it. Oh, what? I'm sorry. I know. And I hate ketchup most of the times as well. People that know me know I have a condiment problem in that I really don't like condiments. Mayonnaise, no thank you. A lot of that stuff. But there is the broad exception, which I think is why I'm sitting in the cabin today. I'm <laughs> it's open different. to the universe and all That the was condiments. before we knew about ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. Get out. All right. I don't know why ketchup on brats has, has been such a discouraged uh, practice, but I'm 100% behind it uh, of not using ketchup on a brat. Well, I mean, per, well, see, I'm not a big fan of ketchup in general. Like, I don't put mm-hmm. on a hot dog either. Right. Or mustard and relish on a hot dog. Okay. I'm, I'm mustard on a brat, maybe. Maybe some pickle relish sometimes because that's yep. what I like on a hot dog. Okay. Um, maybe some onions, but yeah, otherwise there's no need to put much more on. So it depends on the mood. Um, a lot of times you can take the brat right off, and I just load up one of my buns, and we'll talk about buns too. Mm-hmm. Um, I load up the bun with some butter, and then I just have I just have the brat plain, and then you can actually take in the flavoring. Of the brat. And I have, um, my palate has matured, if you will, when it comes to um, dressing up brats because there was days when it was like, you know, my younger days, I would make make brats and then I'd put as much stuff as you possibly can with sauerkraut and pickle relish and all this stuff on there. It's like, it was double the size of what it should be because I had so many condiments on there. Right. And it takes away from the flavor of the brat. Yes. Every once in a while, I'll go back to that route. And if I do that, I, I take sauerkraut and I'll take some of the, the brat bath. Now, the brat bath is the, the brat thing. bath. I haven't heard that term. Well, that's the, you know, the, the beer, the, the, beer, and the, and the, beer, the onions yes. and all that. Um, occasionally, I'll take some of those onions that have been sauteed in the bath. Um, and then, you know, I'll take some of that liquid and I'll put it in a pan and I'll fry um, sauerkraut. And if I'm really feeling up to it, you are committed. I know. I I will cut up um, jalapenos. Well, and I'll put that in there and fry it up with the sauerkraut. Then you're breathing oh, that's fire. A good mix. But yeah. it's but it's wonderful. You know, one thing when you say that that I have been known to do is put jardinera on it, which is more Ooh. of a Chicago Ooh. Italian beef thing. Yeah. Okay. However, it's spectacular. But when I'm on doing that, though, I'm not doing a lot of the other stuff. I'm not putting okay. like it's kind of like the one piece of fabulous on the brat is the jardinera. Yeah. I didn't um, even think because I love that on like an Italian yes, beef sandwich. Yeah, well, try it on a broth. It's, try it on it's a broth. Really, really... Pull it right out of the jar, or do you do you Just fry right it out up? The jar. Nope, not frying it up. Okay, okay. Matt, you're a native of Chicago. Jardinera on a brat. Does that kind of intrigue you? Ah, uh, on a brat. Um, I mean, I don't have much jardinera generally. Um, I am Hispanic. My wife is Italian. She loves jardinera. 
Um, <laughs> so, but uh, I I just do uh, sauteed onions. Oh, sauteed. It's also You're raw, Michelle. Right? You like raw? I like raw. You like sauteed, man? Yeah, balsamic, okay. little butter, little olive oil. Oh, wow. Olive oil adds a little nutrition. Okay, these are. I'm hearing a lot of butter here today, which is a, butter makes everything butter. better. Oh, oh yeah. it does. I never thought of it in my broth, though. Oh yeah, I put yeah. it on my saltine crackers for my chili. Yeah. Very Wisconsin, but well, I have not done this on the broth I, yet. I'm in Matt. Thanks for that. Tip. I dip my saltine crackers in butter and just eat it like that. <laughs> I oh, do that too. Yes, <laughs> I thought I was the only one. No, it's 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 got a resurgence. Yeah. Well. Final. First I've heard, but I'm open to it. Yes. That sounds phenomenal. <laughs> All right, so okay. I like that. So we're at we're at sautéed onions and jardinera. Yep. And then I'll do sauerkraut in um in some of the bath with very chopped up, fine chopped up jalapenos. That sounds very good. And Eric is mm. a what again? I'm usually just straight up brown mustard. Okay. Maybe some relish, but kind of a purist. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Call you out on this on the relish. I think that's a hot dog condiment. Oh, well, no, it I, usually I, is, and sometimes yeah. I'll try it with it. But yeah, I'm, maybe five ten percent of the time okay. I'll try some relish I, on it. I'll roll. Um, if I roll pickles on it or pickle ish, okay, I will go relish. Okay, you know I've All tried right. taking a, a cut, um, like one of those long slice of of pickles and putting it on brat bun. Yep. No, that's just, more of yeah, a that that's be. more of a Chicago hot dog right there, yeah. isn't it? Put some sport yes. peppers on that. Yep. That's yep. when I'm eating a pickle. Mm-hmm. Now there is a thing at um, you know in, in a different area of the state. You know, like we've talked about Sheboygan hard rolls before. Oh yes, oh, city yes. bakery oh, especially. Yes. Yeah. So there's the thing where they call it the the Sheboygan brat. You know, like you get a double brat and you put it on a round Sheboygan hard roll bun. Mm-hmm. That's a famous one. Well. You, what what they also do in certain areas of the state, in the Sheboygan area, but specifically, uh, we were up in the Tomahawk area filming um, a digital short a few weeks ago in the wintertime, um, and so we, it was a winter digital short, and you know, I Triggs was right there, and Triggs has a really good bakery, and so they have um, different things like cream bread, and I'll load up on cream bread when I'm up there if nobody's had it. Cream bread? Oh, it's just like, it's like... Um, it's about a foot long, and it's the size of a, a, you know, soda can, basically, and it's cut in really tiny slices. Like a baguette or like a Vienna bread? Uh, it's, it's not as big as a Vienna bread, okay. and it's really soft. And oh, it's, I is this just a Triggs thing? I've never seen this or heard of this anywhere else. You know, I've I don't know if it's anyplace else, but I know that it was always at Triggs, and so I will load up when I go to Triggs when I'm up north. Okay. Um, <laughs> but they also have Sheboygan hard roll brat buns. Oh yes. And so I'll I'll buy some of those, and so like that'll be the, my bun of choice. Now, if I don't have that, I go with a regular cheapo. Yes. Bun. The smushy. Yeah. Because eight, eight of them for. Yeah, for a buck. Yeah, but if you can. Put, put a little butter on them and get a little toaster or grill thing on them. Yeah. Then they're great. So, yeah. I, I, I've always made the mistake because they also make brat buns that are mass produced and you put it in, in yeah. the stores. And they're too doughy. They're the, just yes. like a big yeah. wad mm-hmm. of dough. It right? overpowers the brat. And yeah. so you have to go with a smaller hot dog bun. So do you think the Sheboygan hard roll or the... Don't, is it the same thing as like a Kaiser roll? Do you remember? It's in that category. Like just like a real similar. crust on the outside, yeah. real light on the inside. Yeah. So I think it lets the brat shine through. It does. It does. Uh, we were talking about, uh, okay, so we've talked about dressing them. Let's talk some places where you can get them. We've yep. talked about Johnsonville a bit uh, and Usingers. There's some other sizable makers around the state. In fact, just up the road from Johnsonville and Manitowoc, uh, Shermake. Uh, yes, yeah, so Shermake, and I have Shermake on the list. 
Now we talk about brats and we talk about fresh bratwurst. Mm-hmm. Well, what you guys are talking about with the snap, I've never had it until the natural casing wieners, like mm-hmm. the natural Those casing hot dogs. The single greatest hot dog ever. It, that, that's my growing up. That's what we always had. My mom and dad to this day are eating Shermake natural casing wieners, and they come in like kind of a the big, bigger bag. The bigger mm-hmm. bag that you can you can seal back up and. Yep char them on the grill there it's it's exceptional so i will i will make this big thing you know i'll do the i'll do the bath uh, the beer bath and do all that and i'll grill this big spread of brats mm-hmm. and my wife will go oh do we have any of those natural casings <laughs> it's like yep <laughs> so i have to have that on the side so the i wanted to bring it up yes they have brats but they're but my favorite thing with them is their natural casing wieners and that is um that's a resounding uh Yes, when I when I'm grilling out, and Cindy says, uh, "I'll skip the brat and I'll go this way." But I have enough brats for the both of us mm-hmm. that we don't have to worry. Which leads me to the next conversation: when you have leftovers, the breakfast brat. Oh yes, the best time of the day I think to eat a brat is in the morning. Hmm. Do you ever cut it up and put it in eggs? I've done that as well, but I kind of like in that situation the the cheapo soft little bun. Roll okay. it up in a uh, paper towel. And maybe head out to work with a with a brat in my hand. So speaking of a, a, a brat for breakfast, so in Madison they have um, brat days. Oh, yeah. And Memorial the, Day weekend. It's mm-hmm. the world's largest brat festival. Mm-hmm. So Johnsonville is a sponsor of that. And it's they have the take your brat to work day. So from like <laughs> yes. 6 to 9 and 9 o'clock in the morning, you can go through and get a brat. And it's a drive. It's yeah, a drive-through. Drive through. Yeah. And they go through like 15,000 brats. And I've waited in that line before plenty of times. <laughs> Here you are just shoving brats in your face and, at, at you know, 8.30 in the fact, morning. Fun fact, I've been around Madison long enough. The brat days used to be in the parking lot of Metcalf's, it was at the time Century, the Metcalf's grocery That's store right. over oh, by yeah. Hilldale. It was much, much, much smaller, but it has been around a long time. And now, of course, it's grown into this huge festival and you know, kind of a milestone on the calendar here in Madison. Mm-hmm. It's at the Alliant Energy Center it's, now. I mean, it's a rides, big, there's like big a, deal. There's like a fairway or yeah. fairway? No, that's golf. Midway. Midway. Midway of rides and stuff, yeah. yes. So I would say, like, the uh, off the bigger brands that Wisconsin is known for, I would say Usinger's is a is a brand people are familiar with, um, with the, the Brewers Radio Network, and hearing that and hear Bob Euchre talk about mm-hmm. um, Usinger's all the time. Johnson, and Clements, they were the racing sausages for a long time. They were. They're and now, now Johnsonville. Johnson, yep. um, and Clements is a, is a brand that, you know, was, um, it, that's had some longevity within the state there's some bigger names the sheboygan sausage company is one that you start to see on a uh, on a national scale again um but but the difference between what we have is the bigger scale and the more smaller mom and pop meat markets i mean it's it's remarkable the like what would you call it the meat talent that's in this state <laughs> sure that's a thing the craft broderies. Craft broderies, that? good. I like, I like that. that one. I like that. Well, and like we were talking, you mentioned Triggs mm-hmm. uh, just a little bit ago, and I got to know them in Eagle River, but there there's several locations around the state, uh, and they've won some serious awards for their brats. And I love a good Trigg brat. Oh, they have absolutely. The, yeah, they have the smokehouse there. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> what did they win? The 2000. They won uh, the their fresh bratwurst was named the world's best bratwurst. And a fan favorite at the 2011 and 2010 World's Best Brat Competition, which was in Watertown. And uh, the World's Best Brats, they were named the 2010 Grand Champion by the Wisconsin Association of Meat Pro- uh, Processors. Oh. And they also Way won up. awards for their smoked Hungarian sausage and their pizza brat. 
Which was pizza a, brat. Oh, I didn't I know they had that. a pizza. I've brat. never tried a pizza brat. The uh, the Triggs meat sticks. I know going off script here just a bit, but they're meat sticks as well from I'm sure the Smokehouse. Mm-hmm. They're spectacular, and they have a wide range of those. So when I am up there, I grab some of those as well. And there is a debate about whether you should smoke a brat or not. Mm-hmm. I know Andrew Zimmer, and when he visited Milwaukee, he went to Usinger's, and they went to the Milwaukee Brat House across the street. They do a great job cooking up fresh, fresh using her brats there. And he had noted that they were never to be smoked. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I would often prefer a standard brat over a smoked. I, I love smoked meats, but not necessarily a brat. Yeah, I, so you're talking about pizza flavor. And you know my I'm a fan of pizza, all different. We could have an eight-hour podcast on pizza where none of us would get a word in edgewise. Joe's Fox at Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Um, you do realize that that was mentioned in the pizza podcast episode Thank you. I appreciate 92. that, as do all my fellow Fond du Lacians. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you, you got me to go to that. It is this they off still... script. Let's get back yeah. to okay, the brats. Back to yep, the brats. Yep, back yep. to the brats. See what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so me, man. Yeah. So there's uh, there's another one that's a pizza flavored one. This is in um, Stevens Point. It's Skis Meat Market. Okay. So what makes them unique is the fact that they have these. They have a ton of different flavors. Now they have a pizza flavored brat. I have not had an opportunity to have this, but Courtney, um, who you've heard on this podcast mm-hmm. before. Uh, as a UW Stevens Point grad, and would always go to skis to, and like that's where they would buy their brats, um, and the the different type of brats that they have, and and when you're going to these local meat markets to get the brats, it seems like their different flavor options are mm-hmm. more than your, than your traditional mass quantity uh, production places, and that is what helps them stand out. Um, from the pack. Yeah, you do have to be different. The small batch right. brats. Yes, mm-hmm. a small batch. Mm-hmm. So um, so in skis, uh, my mouth just is watering and I just had to swallow. <laughs> There's a bacon brat, a Bloody Mary brat, a Caribbean jerk brat. I'm looking at the jalapeno cheddar, the mac and cheese, the onion garlic, and I could go on. A mac and but there's, there's one thing I did see in here that um, I want to... I don't know if I want to have this debate right now, but it says Italian. Now, there's an Italian sausage. There's right. not an Italian brat. Well, it sounds like they might try to crisscross a little too much. I mean, the one thing about it, and I love Italian sausage, fennel's in that, yes. which helps. Um, I but, feel like it's a different department, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe, and maybe the pizza brat leading to some of the spices in a in a pizza right. or an Italian, maybe that's... How it goes with that, but yeah, I mean, if, if it's if it's an Italian brat, I'll just have an Italian sausage, right? And let's let's clarify what's in the brat because I know there's a thing out there for chicken brats. I yeah, not, we're getting that's I'm, getting off the, the I don't traditional. Like that. Mm-hmm. I I bought something like that at Trader Joe's, but Trader Joe's is not included in the cabin here. They're not welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pork. I mean, it's a pork brat. That's that's what we're that's yeah. what we're working with. I mean, there. sometimes there's a pork. Pork beef, beef mixture, combo, yeah. Uh, some some are all beef brats, but then are they brats at that point? Correct. So right. that, then they 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 can tend to seem a little dry. Dry, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So do you think the Bloody Mary brats got celery salt in it? Because I think that would be a that wonderful would be delicious. Yeah, that, don't you think? Yeah, I it really would. Uh, Worcestershire. It's going to be a stop for me for sure. If okay. I'm not stopping at Bill's Pizza to get a good hot beef or a nice pizza, yes. I'll stop at Skis and get um, I'll get a Bloody Mary. Keep us posted on that. I yeah, feel like between what's in your freezer and then what you're going to pick up for us, we're going to have a nice little brat fry coming up soon. Okay. Now, and you know, going a little further north from Stevens Point, basically staying along 51, uh, there was on Instagram a couple weeks ago 
uh, something that went viral, at least around the state. It was Mason Crosby and uh, the punter O'Donnell, and a couple of other Packers who were doing some ice fishing in the middle of, you know, the North Woods. And yep. they stumbled into a meat market and lots of pictures were taken and that got posted and that that got some traction. Eric, it's a uh, meat market that's in between Rhinelander and Monaco. What highway is that? Eight and then 51. No. I got no, him. it's on 47? What? Yes, I got him. It's like, <laughs> yes. like Tomahawk on 47? Yes. It's a first. Write that down. See, I'm hearing, I'm thinking Tomahawk, so I'm thinking 51. But yes, Lake Tomahawk is on 47. Yes. Yeah. So it's right in the middle of Lake Tomahawk, which is, a. I mean, it's- It's if, by McNaughton and all that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like if you, you blink, you're going to drive through mm-hmm. Lake Tomahawk. And it is a- it has really turned into a uh, a fun little place with like the little restaurants and shops that they have there now. Um, growing up near there, it was always just like you drive right through on your way to Monaco and Woodruff and Arbor Vita and whatnot. Um, then they had the an ice cream place there, but we'd always stop at the meat market and the Lake Tomahawk meat market. It's cash only, or at least. It used to be, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's one of these things where they have great beef sticks, great beef jerky, and their brats are excellent. And so it's, you know, it is one of those where it's like you start looking at the, it's like a mini Sheboygan area when you start looking at the <laughs> Northwoods up there because they have um, uh, Bessie's Meat Market, which has been around since 1967 in Rhineland, and they specialize in the small batch brats with all the different flavors um then you have triggs which is you know they have the smokehouse there there's another um there's another butcher right in in between monaqua and woodruff i think it's like tj's um i've never been there but it's always packed in the summertime uh but the late tomahawk meat market if you're anywhere in the north woods it's at least worth a shot to go there if not buy the brats get the jerky get the mm-hmm. get the beef sticks it's really good okay yeah there's a, there's a lot of cool ones up in the north woods now you you mentioned on here a place that everybody knows for good bacon mhm nooskies i love nooskies oh, which nooskies. is a classic it's love a classic nooskies. they make applewood smoked brats they do um i did not know that they are very good and I will say this: um, this is the smoked, cooked variety. Okay, but it's Nooskies, so I let it pass. Okay. <laughs> now I will say this: is we're talking about condiments with brats and what? What do you put with it? I have fried up Nooskies bacon and had it with my brats. So it's pork on pork. Yes. Did you fry it up in butter? Well, <laughs> no, I can't. Don't I can't I- guarantee that I did it with the butter, but the butter was on the bun. That sounds spectacular. Yeah. Hmm. This year, uh, my favorite Christmas present was uh, Nooski's ham. I came home from work one day, and UPS guy had left, you know, white styrofoam, opened it up. Oh, there's the ham just it's in the so middle good, of it. Right? It's spectacular. It's so good. If it would have been brats. That would have been phenomenal, too, right? There's the um, the Fifield Grocery and Smokehouse. So is that like there? Trigg started as a grocery and smokehouse, and they got big? Fifield's kind of like that. It's just its own little place, though, right? Own little. Where's that by? Highway seven, 13 and 70, I believe. I don't even know if we can take his word on it now that he got <laughs> Highway 47 wrong. I think it's the one time in, like, years. I was yeah. just like Tomahawk or Lake Tomahawk. That was why. Yeah, that threw him off. That threw him off. That's, that, yeah. 8 to 51 is, like, the angle way from Rhinelander to Manaqua, and 47 is the hypotenuse. Yeah, well, you'd have to oh, take, right. yeah. I mean, you get all geography, uh, yeah. geol- geology. Geometry on you yeah. could from Highway Eight and Rhinelander go up to Highway Seventeen and cut yes, over. Yes, that's true too. Or uh, Highway C. Oh no, I yeah. screwed up. See, oh, never mind. <laughs> I have that is. effect. A uh, couple other places, not uh, just in the North Woods, but a little bit to the northeast too. 
Um, there's a great place uh, in on Highway 64 west of Pound, between Pound and Mountain, Wisconsin. You're going to have to help me out what with that. What county is that? It is in Oconto County, oh. kind of by the Marinette County line. We're going east now. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, meat Skis. That's a great name. Oh, I was going to say that. Little Crossroads. I think County Z is the crossroad there. Uh, it is just a phenomenal place, and they, they all make their own brats. Meat skis. And they're, they're more, you know, more on the purest side of everything, but okay. oh, is it good. We have a, we've had a cabin up near there for a while, and uh, that was always a must stop. So when you when you go to the cabin, do you grab their brats and then go? we used to stop there off, yeah, for various meats, but yeah, including their brats. That seems like a type of place that you wouldn't boil; you'd put it right on the grill. Probably, yeah, I did. Okay, <laughs> we had limited facilities in the cabin on White Potato Lake up there. So White Potato, White Potato Lake. Lake was the name of it. Yeah. Wow. So. What was your favorite brat? From meat skis, I just got I got their straight up traditional. Okay, so, and it was it was really really good. And then if you're around uh, Green Bay, this place got a famous salute on TV: Maplewood Meats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get you can get the fresh brats there. And I know when when Aaron Rodgers was dating Olivia Munn back in the day, she mentioned it. I, it was like Conan or one of the late night shows. Because she joked about having, she like a friend from L.A. called. She's like, "Hey, I'm waiting on a call from Maplewood Meats. I've got some meat on hold." And their friend, her friend in L.A. is like, "You meat eat meat? on hold? <laughs> yeah. What's happened to you?" And uh, just that mention, just the phone started ringing off the hook. Huh? Wow. From the country, we're trying to order meat from there. So, and uh, we've done in the show, we've stopped uh, to to shoot way over to Chippewa Falls, uh, Soakups Market. Mm-hmm. Which is right downtown on Bridge Street. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal little place, and they have fresh brats too. You can get them in the northwest part of the state too. Yeah, that's that was one that was um, when we were we were with Jackie um, mm-hmm. with the the Chippewa Falls or the Chippewa County podcast that that we just did. They're the ones that had the um, uh, the cheese curds that were in there that we were always looking for. Yes, yeah. So you can get your your cheese curds, fresh and, brats, and yeah. the fresh brats. Yeah. Pretty pretty yeah. cool stuff. I mean, Sheboygan's the bratwurst capital. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, you can get that classic double brat there. They're both uh, kind of shorter than most brats. Okay. Um, so it, when you eat a double brat, you're not eating the equivalent of two full massive brats, but they're really good. Uh, and they usually serve them the classic way is on that single bun, the round bun with baked beans and potato salad. Interesting. And there's butter on it all. Are the brats split like when you go to State Street brats in something? They're split down the middle, or is a double brat genuinely it's, side no, it's, by it's side? No, yeah. br- it's two, two brats sleeping it's, next to each other yeah, on yes, the button. Yep. Yep. That's a perfect way to describe it. Although, and I, you know, they're not a manufacturer at State sure. Street Brats, but whoever makes their red brat, oh, The red phenomenal. brat is a winner, and you know why? Their bun. They've got the they've got the Kaiser-esque, the Sheboygan mm-hmm. hard roll bun. That helps. And I think that was what makes it. The bun is an absolutely key part to a brat. Now, close to the Madison area in Baraboo, there's the the meat market, so the Baraboo meat, Baraboo meat Market. That's another one of those small batch brat lines with a ton of flavor options, which is a, which, you know, I mean, obviously, when you once you get to that local level, mm-hmm. um, that it's just key, like we like we had mentioned. But here's one in Horicon, Wisconsin. It's literally uh, maybe a block away from that John Deere facility that we just talked mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. So this was um, the the Leroy Meats of Horicon uh, has a founding partner by the name of Ron Rose, which is the brother to Dick 
Rose, the Our founder, founder of Discover yes, Wisconsin. I love Isn't that. It great. They have a great selection of meats, and now they actually have frozen pizza that they they serve as well. So as we're going back and forth, what's the, what's the highway, Eric? 28 or 33 or yeah, yeah, those are the ones that get more isn't it? Like heading back 33 goes east west 28 comes out of it okay to the northeast yeah okay. so i was going east west and um because that's when we hit we hit back to 151 and head back to madison mm-hmm. um so it's at it's like right at the corner i always stop in and get their beef sticks and then they have really good string cheese and so i was in there and i see the pizza of course i was going to have to try the pizza pizza's really good okay for frozen pizza it's really good Mm -hmm. and then you see the brats i get the brats now the brats are you know it's it's some of these brats that um you know like they've been named best brat in wisconsin three years in a row at at a certain point um and then they've won multiple wisconsin and national awards now one of the brats that they they won for which is in 2019 the american association of meat processors uh amp if you will they they got the product (laughs) winner uh for the southwestern fiesta brat oh doesn't that sound good? That peppers, sounds really spices, good. Spices, all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's got a mix of peppers and spices and a little bit of sweetness, they say. There's cheddar cheese, so Michelle, you're probably out on that, huh? I love that cheddar cheese. If it's, yeah, I'd give it a try. Well, it's, and they put in the cheddar cheese to cut the heat, making this brat a flavorful but not too spicy sausage. This mm-hmm. is probably a subset of this podcast, but when you're having very unique flavored brats, how does that alter your condiment game and how you dress the brat? I don't dress them. You I, would just just yeah. take that yeah, as if they're it super, is. Yes. If they're super flavored, just go right. straight up yeah. on yep. them. Yep. The originals I can I can play with and I can dance. When there's all these like limited time <laughs> offerings where they have these flavors and yes. they have all this stuff, then then you just let it breathe. See, with Josh and Bratwurst, it's like dances and baths oh, and all I, kinds. Right. Of, it's quite the experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's an Im- intimate experience. I'm, I'm telling you. So, so many of these places, you know, like Leroy Meats, they've got a big history to them. They are part of the community, and one of those here in the Madison area is JL Richards. Oh, I love that Prime place. Meats in Oregon, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and it started a little over twenty-five years ago. And it used to be Oregon Meats, and today they make brats. And full disclosure, again, before I stepped into the cabin today, <laughs> I prepared some JL Richards brats in my kitchen, and they were outstanding. Well, thank you for bringing some. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And when I walked in, I was a little concerned I may have smelled like a yeah. fried brat. But I think if you're going to smell like something in a brat podcast, it should be a brat. What did you think? I thought they were exceptional. I had an original and then one. I'm not quite sure the name of it. There was It was had some kick to it. There was a little bit of cheese in it. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was a pepper jack, or, but there was peppers. It was good. Uh, I it think was, it is a pepper jack. Oh, it's, it was it's a jalapeno very, type very of a good. flavored Yes. Piece. And a lot of these meat markets, too, another thing that J.L. Richards is known for is... They're pig roasts. These are more of a Wisconsin thing than a pig roast. Um, on their website, I was looking, and the, the pig was actually dressed at a little luau. It was like a luau theme with a lay around its neck. <laughs> God, I love meat. <laughs> I, I always feel bad for the pig. It was right in the middle of eating an apple. Right. Next thing you know. Right in the middle. Oh. It's like those deer along the side of the road. They're just trying to sleep, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, I, a big, I have not I'm a been big there, fan. So. I'm a big fan of J.L. Richards, and yes. I was introduced to it by uh, by a buddy that lives in the Oregon area, um, and he had a huge flare-up because there was J.L. Richards is one of those that you do not, um, you don't put them in a bath. Yeah. I mean, they are, yes. they are designed to go on the grill as is, 
and you do that and it's like um yeah the pepper jack or whatever the the jalapeno one yep. is a really good brat and then he had a you know fire when we were we were having a nice uh, campfire it adds to the experience so both of those today didn't put any condiments on it and they were exceptional so yep. check it out jail awesome. richards prime meats Another great place. We'll head to far southern Wisconsin, uh, right along Highway 50, and check out Lake Geneva Country Meats. So we've actually had them on an episode of Discover Wisconsin where we're covering Lake Geneva. Nick Vorpagel, who's quite the character, he's part of that family-owned business that dates back to the mid-60s. And they've won Best of Show Awards at the Wisconsin Cured Meat Championships. Don't you love that there's a Cured Meat Championship? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Also, the Wisconsin State Fair and, oh, the American Cured Meat Championships. It goes even, Go there might national. be a universe one. You never yeah. know. Uh, more recently, they've won 11 medals in the Cup of Honor from the German Butchers Association in, oh, wow. in an international category. So that's a big honor. Uh, and then just down Highway 50 at the interstate, I-94 and 41, the Brat Stop. They don't make them there, but they serve them up there and they're phenomenal. So if you want to have, if you're coming up from Illinois and you want a little entree into the experience, yep. that's a good first stop. The you Brat have- Stop is an iconic place. Mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It's also the first place my dad got busted with with a fake ID when he was That's in high school. That's why I know that story. <laughs> yes. I was like, he said it before. <laughs> uh, I want to give one more shout out, and that's to a big classic one back into the bratwurst capital of Sheboygan, Miesfelds. Oh, yeah. Yes. Big place on Highway 42. It's Miesfelds Triangle Market, technically. They offer over 25 varieties of brats. They make them in-house. Uh, they have a great jalapeno cheddar brat. They also have a nacho cheese bratwurst, oh. which I haven't tried. Stadium cheese. But I'm open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Does that make a difference if, yeah. it, if the stadium cheese I love stadium inside? cheese. If it's coming out of a pump. That's, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> then that that could be your brat. That could be my brat. They also have a mushroom and Swiss. They have uh, they have a Cajun and a jalapeno cheddar. Okay, their grand champions won a ton of awards, and they also have what's called the Caveman one, which is no additives. It's just straight up ground pork. I don't know if I would appreciate oh, that yeah. as much. Well, I don't know. There's all kinds. They also make a chorizo if you want a little spicy. Okay, kick. here's one thing, and I, I and that's not pork. That's probably pork, but a variation, right? Yeah, I don't. Um, the multiple brands that we have mentioned today have a chorizo. It's not my. That's not my thing. I'm not a I'm not a chorizo guy. Well, a chorizo versus a brat where they might be different enough where I it doesn't count oranges, as much really. in the category. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's kind of like the Italian sausage as well. Italian sausage mm-hmm. a brat's a little closer, but I feel like the chorizo's in its own fabulous category, and I do love it. Oh, they are tasty. Oh. So, uh, Michelle, you've got uh, a story and a couple more to run through. Well, yeah. So. Yesterday, knowing I was going to be on this podcast, I posted to Facebook and my 850 friends, I'm not bragging, my children are mortified that I'm on Facebook, by the way. <laughs> Over 50 of my friends commented, so I'm going to do just a little bit of a speed round here. So when, before you posted, did you go to J.L. Richards to pick up your brats that you cooked today for the no, podcast? No, my daughter delivered it from her friend Parker. Oh, very works there. Look at that. There nice. you go, Parker, you made the podcast. <laughs> So here are some of my 50 friends that commented on some of the highlights. And a few of these you've mentioned already. Miesfelds, Newskis, Selkert Meats in St. Cloud, Wisconsin, the Holy Land. My mom and dad live in St. Peter, Wisconsin, which is right over there. So that is absolutely worth mentioning. They were around in the early 1900s. And in 2019, Jeff and Katie Furman bought it and have taken it to the next level. Some other notables from my 800 plus friends. (laughs) Pelkins Meat Market in Cribbits, Ken's on Monona Drive in Monona. Ooh. The, okay. Am okay. I going to keep going or should I just pause for comments? No, no. You know what? I've, I, I have driven by Ken's 
hundreds of times, and I have never gone in. And Frabonis is a hundred yards away. That's one that we're not going to talk I've about. I've been known to cut through Italian their parking sauces. lot, but we're mm. not going to talk about that either. <laughs> That's good. Kettle Range in Elm Grove, mm-hmm. Louis Finer Meats in Cumberland. Oh, I've, I've stopped in there. Yes. I can't believe I didn't put them on my yes. list. Sorry. Yeah, it's an excellent place in Is Cumberland. Is it Beecher Meats in West Dallas? Beecher Meats. It's on yep. Beecher Street. And Bunza, Bunzel's in Milwaukee. Bunzel's. Wagner's Grocery on Main Street in Oshkosh. My friend Mark Elliott mentioned that one and said it is absolutely the bomb. Prem's Meats in Spring Green. Mm. The Wisconsin River Meats by Castle Rock. Hoff's in Brownsville. And did we talk about Beebles already in Green Bay? They also have your pig to roast. Yes. So my friend Kathy Dirksy mentioned that one. If you're going to get a pig, that's also (laughs) your place. Get some brats and get a pig. Well, you know, I recognize Ken's on Monona, but uh, the rest of them I'm... I'm aware. Well, Beecher Meats is, is they do a great job with it too in West Dallas, and it's fun to get the emails from them because everybody reads them and they're like, "Yeah, what is this?" Yeah. <laughs> it's a heck of a name. Yeah. So uh, there's more we missed, I'm sure, and we welcome your comments and feedback. You can direct message us. You can Instagram us at the Cabin Pod with your suggestions. We certainly take those into account, but we should stop here because we need to go get some brats. Yep. This right. has been so much fun, and I am hungry. <laughs> I'm going to get another broad and maybe Diet Coke to go with that. Perfect. Oh, oh, oh. What about oh. a Jolly Good? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, Josh, Michelle, thanks so much for joining thanks, us. Thanks, Eric. You guys, this was so much fun. the cabin with this. And Thank you. You can go get your brats first. I got a little bit more business to take care of. Absolutely. Thanks, All right. Eric. All right. And don't forget, you can get merch. We've got cabin t-shirts. We have stickers. We have mugs. And they're very cool. The mug is like one of those really awesome stoneware ones you can make soup in and sip it out of there it's phenomenal you get 15 percent off anything you order for the cabin or anything on discover wisconsin we have great shirts and everything for discover wisconsin gear too 15 percent off with the promo code cabin when you go to shop.discoverwisconsin.com and a review of the week from outdoor soul on apple podcasts he was hearkening back to our best burgers episode i was on that one you were in that one. Yeah. Are you yeah. on the food ones? It seems to be. You've got, yeah. I, I trust your opinion, though. You know, you've got friends who you don't trust their movies. Yeah. You already but, left. We closed the door oh, with I'm you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yes, Josh, you were on there, so you deserve to hear this review. Uh, from Outdoor Soul, I just finished listening to your episode about the best burgers in Wisconsin. Loved it, and I'm so hungry now. I've only been listening to your podcast for a few months and certainly enjoy it. So many places to visit and restaurants to try. And maybe you should do the best barbecue slash brisket restaurants episode. Ooh. Wipe your mouth off, Josh. It's already watering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we I think we will be doing that. The County Park episode was another favorite of mine. Thank you, and keep up the great work. Thank you to Outdoor Soul on Apple Podcasts. You're going to oh, yeah. plan for that one, too. Thanks, Outdoor Soul. And Michelle, we might have you back for that one, too. Please bring me back. This is so right. much fun. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, make sure you join us next week when we talk about legendary Wisconsin animals, both real and imagined. And as we get ready to wrap up, I want to remind you of this message from the All of Us Research Program. The All of Us Research Program is asking for people to help researchers make healthcare more precise by creating individualized prevention and treatment options. When you join, you'll share your unique health information and become part of the largest and most diverse medical research program ever. The more data researchers have, the more they'll be able to create better care for all of us. Introducing the next breakthrough in medicine, you. Details at joinallofus.org slash discoverwi. 
Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by me, Eric Paulson, Josh Osterman, and Michelle Gormican-Thompson. Produced by me, Eric Paulson, with audio engineering by Matt Renta, and video teasers by Logan Ingram, with social media by Adeline Savinak. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com, and don't forget to leave a review.